Hello, everybody. Thanks for tuning in with your listening ears. I am once again your gracious, dedicated, humble host, Parthen Walker, and this is the Parthen Walker podcast. Now, um, I know I have been um, doing a couple of podcasts about you know spiritual realm, witchcraft, and um, just all type of other uh, spiritual things, and I um, wanted to. Um, covered um, the Ouija board. Now, to some of the ones that don't know what a Ouija board is, I'm going to um, tell you what exactly what the, what is a Ouija board and how um, it works, and um, that it is actually a um, it's actually demonic. You know, since it's actually evil. But um, a lot of people. Um, that know to the ones to the ones that um they know actually what it is you know I'm mean, this is pretty much you pretty much you're going to agree with what I'm going to be saying but um to the ones that don't I'm gonna I'm going to give you a quick history on the board um and I'm also going to tell you who is actually one of the um founders of the board you know, it's in the creators or the owners or whatever you want to call it, you know. But um, the Ouija board is printed with letters and numbers and other signs to which a placented or movable indicator points, supposedly in, in answer to questions from people at a seance. Now, I'm reading, I'm going to read this again. It says a Ouija board, a board printed with letters, numbers, and utter signs to which a placenta of movable indicators points supposedly in answer to questions from people at a seance. So what it's saying is that um, to some of the ones that probably look that a lot look have probably um, seen um, a lot of horror movies or um, phenomenal or activity movies or whatever. Um, you see it could be four, five people, you know, sitting in a sitting at a round table um, and this would be basically a seance, you know, they sit at a table, they're holding hands, and one person is basically a, uh, medium, you know what I'm saying, a psychic, whatever, this, this person basically like the keys, you know what I'm saying, they have the access to, um, the, the spiritual world or the, or the underworld, basically, and they connect. You know, it's just like they're a, a connection, a middleman, you know what I'm saying? And they speak through these mediums or psychics or whatever you want to call it. But the Ouija board, on the other, on the other hand, is actually also a seance, too. But the board is basically um, the middleman, you know what I'm saying? The board is like the gate, the ultimate gateway. And the spirits um, enter you know, once everybody has uh, gathered around the table and they have the board and the spirit, which basically is a demon, it, 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 it pretends to be someone that's actually dead, um, which is, you know, it's not nobody dead. It's basically the demon. But he um, guides the person's hand actually like the uh, messaging, you know, sending messages, you know what I'm saying, that this is what your grandma, this is what your brother that died said you know someone and someone and what people fail to realize that this actually is uh basically a 
you basically a welcoming mat once you um, play with this board. You know what I'm saying? Um, this board is definitely um, evil. Uh, the thing about the whole thing about this board is they don't even know where the name Ouija came from. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I even um, Google it in, in this um, guy. He had a video. He's like a, a expert or whatever. He even he he even mentioned it. Like nobody knows where the name came from, you know. And my thing is, how the hell was this board created? You know what I'm saying? But um, I'm a, I'm gonna go into the founder, the person that actually um, brought the widget board in, in, into the market. But he's not actually um, the person that created this board. But he was. Um, one of the key players that brought the board um, into like um, on the market to get sale on the market to you know for uh, for people to buy and stuff like that. But his name is um, Elijah Bunn. Um, he was in the Civil War era, basically. You know, it, it, they, this this stuff this dates back all the way to the to the Civil War. He was. Um, Elijah Bunn, he was a Confederate soldier, you know what I'm saying? And he was from, you know, a pretty up, up, up wealthy bringing family, you know what I'm saying, pretty much. And he was also um, part of the Freemasonry. He was also a Mason. And he eventually, he died at um, 74 years old. Now, you can, like I said, you can look this online, his whole history. I don't want to really actually go through the whole history of it. But Elijah Bunn was um, a key player, you know what I'm saying, in the whole Ouija board coming into um, existence, you know what I'm saying. But it's other um, people that was involved, um, how this board came into existence also. But it really mainly talks about Elijah Bunn because he had a patent. And with the patent, like you create something, whatever, you have to have a patent to it. Basically, you got ownership to that, um, uh, whatever you invent, it's ownership, you know what I'm saying? So he brought the Ouija board into the market. Now, it was a time um, during that era, you know, the the cult, um, spiritualism, all this stuff was basically on the rise and stuff like that. It was basically like um, a movement, you know. And there were people at that time, and they was trying to find ways to um, uh, unlock the spiritual realm, you know what I'm saying, the doors. But this board was just, you know, it was something about this board, like how did this board, you know, come into existence, you know what I'm saying? They had to actually get some type of um, dark knowledge in order for this board to come into play, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, the, the, the dude named Elijah Bunn, he was all ready um a freemason you know you do your history on the freemason you can uh see a lot of this this uh this uh stuff ties in with the code with the code and stuff like that but um i'm gonna play y'all a recording um of this woman she was talking about you know about uh the she basically giving you a warning people warnings about the Ouija board and I'ma just you know I'ma shut up I'ma let y'all um hear the recording and hopefully I will be back to um talk a little bit more about it flat board with letters on it 
and it comes with a planchette. And the way you're supposed to use it is you put the planchette down on the board and you uh, put your hands down and you ask it questions. And if something is there, they're supposed to answer you. They can spell things out, answer questions, all that fun stuff. But it's supposed to be like a portal to like the other side to like really like dark and scary things. And basically, I mean, I have from the things that I've watched and read, there can be positive experiences from it, but I'll get more into that as we talk about the reasons why not to use a Ouija board, because unfortunately, you can never really know if what you're talking to is manipulating you or if they aren't telling the truth. So before we get into the reasons not to use a Ouija board, just keep in mind that there are definitely way more reasons than the ones that I am listing. I just picked a few that I researched that really stood out to me that I thought were really, really important. So number one, the first reason you should not use a Ouija board is because it is very manipulative and you never ever know what you are contacting or talking to. You never know what's going to come through. So basically, if it is a demon, they could be manipulating you and they're trying to gain your trust because when a demon gains your trust, that gives them access to you and that gives them permission to be in your personal space and they draw off negative energy. But when they're trying to gain your trust, they will lie and tell you that they are maybe a past, you know, somebody that you love, somebody that died, uh, a grandmother, a spirit, you know, that is trying to get in contact with you. And they are very, very good at manipulating. And they'll continue to do that until they gain your trust. And then they'll show their true colors. And at that point, it's kind of too late because once you've let your wall down, they're kind of just with you because unfortunately that's just how it works with the Ouija board I know a lot of people have had good experiences they say they've had good experiences you know talking to loved ones and that's really great if it ended up being a great experience for you but the point is is that you really just never know it could feel like it really is a loved one and then as soon as you start to trust them and you let that wall down it can turn into something really scary and not be what you thought it was at all number two you can become possessed. Um, I know that may sound silly if you are not a believer, but like I said, I've had paranormal experiences, so I do believe in this stuff, and I think it's something that you should not joke around with, and it's something you should definitely take seriously. And possession is definitely something, in my opinion, that could happen if you are using a Ouija board because you are attempting to contact something that is in the unknown. We don't know anything about. And something people don't realize when they are playing with the Ouija board is... You know, first of all, they usually play in their own home, so they're inviting that negative energy into their space where they spend most of their time at. And not only are you inviting God knows what into your home, but the way you communicate through a Ouija board is by placing your hands on a planchette and asking whatever you're talking to to move your hands. So you're inviting it to touch That's dangerous in my opinion. <laughs> so that goes back to the first reason you shouldn't use a Ouija board. You know, it's, if it is something demonic, they gain your trust by lying to you and making you think that they are a positive entity. And with that, they're able to get access into your home and also you're giving them permission to touch you. So basically, once you put that wall down, it makes it much easier for them to get through to you. The reason number three I wanted to talk about is something that... I think a lot of people will use Ouija boards if they're already having paranormal experiences because they want answers. And like I said, everybody has a different opinion. This is just mine. But if you're already having paranormal experiences and you're trying to get answers, 
because you want it to stop, especially if it is a negative paranormal experience, that's you definitely should not use the Ouija board because, again, if you give attention to it, that's the number one thing that I have heard and learned from my research is that if you are having paranormal experiences and they are scaring you, you need to not acknowledge them. Act like it's not happening. Tell them to go away. Tell them that they are not welcome in your home. They are not welcome in your personal space. You will not tolerate it or do not acknowledge them at all. But when you actually physically try and contact them, even if you're trying to get answers and you want them to leave, that doesn't matter. That sends a different message. You are inviting them to come into your home and talk to you. So most likely if you're already having paranormal experiences and you're trying to get them to go away, using a Ouija board is most likely only going to make it worse because you are putting in the effort to talk to them and ask them questions. Also too, even if you don't become possessed, it's not just like if you are playing the game, it's not just like a simple board game where, you know, once you're done, you put it away, nothing ever happens again. I mean, of course, that could be the case, but there have been a lot of people who have used the Ouija board, not understanding the consequences, not knowing the rules, and not taking it very seriously, and having experiences after years to come. I mean, like I told you guys, I have had paranormal experiences since I was really little, and I don't remember it happening until after I used the Ouija board. And so that stuff can stick with you. I mean, I haven't experienced possession or anything, thank God, but I have heard stories of people who have, you know, they used the Ouija board once and something really scary and uh, dark came through, and they put the board away because they were really scared, thinking that, you know, that would be the end of it. And unfortunately, that's not always the case, because once you've already left that down and establish that trust with whatever you are talking to it makes them easier to follow you there you have heard it everybody um the only thing about um this woman that she said that um there have been people that have had good experiences um they thinking they had good experience that they uh, made contact with a loved one but they um are being basically manipulated to eventually, like she said, until what they're trying to do is um, gain their trust and to um, invite them in. So this board, like I said, um, don't mess with it. Uh, it's, it's very dangerous. You know, um, I'm going to do a couple more other uh, videos of people talking about um their experiences dealing with this board, you know, um, it's, like I said, it's very evil, you know, it's a very, uh, evil board, you know, um, there are movies about these boards and stuff like that and how, uh, people use them and, um, all of a sudden the doors are getting slammed and, the, um, glasses being broke and seeing all type of uh, demons of different type of shapes and and of that nature, you know what I'm saying? Um, going across the how the hallways and all just all type of just horrific things, you know what I'm saying? That this um, board um, is basically doing, you know what I'm saying? But um, anyway, thank all y'all for tuning in um, to the Paul Anthony Walker podcast. Thank all y'all for y'all support, listening, and look forward to talking to y'all soon. Peace.